Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. I'm Tom Cliff, cobblers fan and proud owner of Track NN and Cafe Track. Track NN is a social enterprise set up in 2018 to support autistic people to access employment through training, support services, and creating opportunities. Research showed that just 16% of autistic adults were in full-time employment, and this is something which we are going to change. We opened our cafe on the Market Square in Northampton in January 2019 as a place where individuals could work and develop their employability skills, and also be a place where people were free to be themselves. Since opening the cafe in January 2019, we have supported 36 people into paid employment and created over 75 work experience placements and visits for individuals. Since the coronavirus outbreak, we've not been able to open Cafe Track to its full capacity and we've instead taken our offering online. You can help support us by buying coffee virtually at buymeacoffee.com forward slash cafe track. Your money goes to helping us to continue to create opportunities for autistic adults to gain employment. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in, oh Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Yeah! Hey, how you doing? It's the It's All Cobblers to Me preview show. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, This week, we're looking ahead to the AFC Wimbledon away game on Saturday. Um, 
and we're all in good spirits with me to do all of that and look back on what was a a lovely little win courtesy of a lovely little Sam Tobias Hoskins goal is my good friend Danny Brothers. How are you Danny? Hey we're back. Told you didn't I? <laughs> are you claiming credit? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Go on Sammy. He's can't keep a good man down can you? You can't. I like the way because actually <laughs> Obviously, we recorded the the normal weekly show. If you've not listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's, it's hilarious because we talk a lot about chickens and Peruvians, um, if you've missed it. But um, we recorded that on Sunday night. So it was before the article came out in the Chronicle and Echo where John Brady said that Sam Hoskins was the most naturally gifted finisher at the club. And a lot of people on social media were ridiculing both John Brady for making the statement and Sam Hoskins for, I presume, his ability. Uh, so it was pretty apt that it was Sam that scored the winner on Tuesday night, yeah. I thought. Loved it. I mean, it's not far wrong, I don't think. In terms, of, It's probably more of an indictment of the squad in itself, isn't it, mm-hmm. that, that he isn't that far wrong. Um, I thought it was, uh, some of the comments coming out, it just fed to some people, didn't it? Um, in terms of having to go at Hoskins again, but I'm, I am I'm glad for him. He was back out wide. He was doing probably what he's best at. I know Tim Oglethorpe was saying that he feel, he he said to him once that his best position he wants to play through the middle, but we saw on Saturday this didn't work. So give him a bit of pace and a bit of space to run into. Then he's he can do the business, and he's probably going to have to now because Miller's out for what looks like the next six to eight weeks or so. So um, that was frustrating to hear at the end of the game. But but Sammy stepped forward and. Can he be the big man to to pull us out of it? Could you imagine? Can you imagine if Hoskins just scores every week? Oh. It's just testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the thing that I always because I I know and you know we're guilty of it, or I certainly am. Maybe not you so much, Danny, but you know, very guilty of of having a pop at at Sam. Um, quite a lot over the last, you know, three years of doing this podcast. Um, he does, co- you know, seem to be the full guy um, for a lot of Cobblers fans. There's always at least one player, isn't there, that everybody basically just really doesn't rate and, and they're the ones that, that get the hammerings from the supporters more often than not. And yet the one thing that you cannot say and you cannot leverage towards him is that he doesn't put the effort in and he doesn't try. And you saw how much that that goal meant to him. He was he was so... so the, the, the amount of raw emotion that came out in him in his celebration, I, it just showed you that he is cobblers through and through. Yeah, it just feels like he's constantly having to prove people wrong, like week in, week out. And it's happened for the last... What three or four seasons now? I think with him because probably six or seven, mate. Because well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like, he's got the energy and he's got the stuff where he runs around all the time. And it's, it's the end product. If he had that, then he'd be a decent League One player. But it's he doesn't do it consistently enough to to earn that. But he's he's clearly trying. He's always clearly trying, and I think that's what all that, all the managers see in him. That is. He puts the effort in his training. I can see him, I've said it before, I feel like he would be a really good trainer and he, he'll come in and really stake his claim during the week and make himself undroppable, um, which it seems like he is <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, 
like every manager just seems to love him. So you can't really argue with it. And it is what it is, and it is is going to be in the team now. So, well, that's Track it. On. I mean, the thing for me is that it's not just him. I mean, the last few games, he's had my, you know, my wrath <laughs> when I've been watching the game. So you know, my iPad or my laptop, whatever it is that I've been watching, I follow on. You know, as as has had abuse hurled at it um, as if it was actually Sam Hoskins there. But I mean, not just Sam, but you know, that for me, he still runs down blind alleys or runs straight at defenders instead of running away from them or, you know, into space. He still, you know, his end product in terms of his crossing isn't consistently good enough for me. Um, his passing can be really bad but actually I could just be talking about every <laughs> single player in the say, squad yes. yeah I think longevity has its weaknesses sometimes he's been here so long that we've seen it from him all these years that I think it, just, it that builds up with people I think and it just becomes a little bit tiresome after a while because you've seen it week in week I mean Mikhail Miller's probably been doing exactly the same as him for the last couple of weeks Marshall's had bad games but he just feels like everyone just wants to get on Hoskins back for some reason I think it's a little bit unfair to to do that because he's got something that he can pull something out like that that what it ended up being an assist for Edmondson didn't it against was it Plymouth Mm. where he scored that well he would have been his wonder goal from the halfway like he just he's just got that something in his locker that, that can pull it out but you know like I say it's going to be there now so can I just pull you up? Wonder goal from the halfway line. Well, it, yeah, it wasn't you know David me. Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anywhere well, near the halfway line. <laughs> it, was, it was the way I saw it. You know, you know my blinkers are when Hoskins scores a goal. That that goal oh. he scored last night was at least thirty yards out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was it was a lovely goal. In, you know, look, I mean, Danny Rose's lovely little flick into his path, oh, and then for Hoskins yeah. to take it on the half volley the way that he did. I mean. It, Sod it. Natural born finisher. Yes. <laughs> and Danny Rose had a great game as well, to be fair I to did. Well. Um he did exactly what we wanted we needed Hoskins to do on Saturday that just didn't work. He's he's got so much more of a presence about him, and not like in terms of height or anything, but he's probably actually smaller than Hoskins is himself. But his just presence and the way he gets in front of defenders and wins free kicks and just causes chaos up front. That's what we need, and that's what we need. That's what Edmondson gives us a little bit. And Rose just gives us that with a little bit more shithousery on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> he just he is like a Charlie Good at the top end of the pitch where he's just gonna really piss off the defenders and, and win the win free kicks just to slow the tempo down a little bit and get us on the front foot. And I feel like he had probably one of his best games for us without scoring, but yeah, yeah. I thought he did a great job of, of doing that and I think is his position to lose now. There is another thing to talk about with Danny Rose, which I will do in a second. But um, just just what you started saying there about Danny Rose in your description reminded me of a certain cobbler's striker that, that the word legend probably does apply to. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to caveat this with the fact that it's not like I'm completely comparing him because there are certain aspects that he's definitely way behind him on. But... There was a little bit of the Scott McLeish about him, I think, because he's a he's diminutive, but boy, he wins his fair share of the ball. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that that week in week out 
getting the tap-ins that's missing from the Scott McLeish type thing. And, and like the scoring, mm. like, you know, with McLeish, he would, he would get like 15, 20 goals a season just by getting tap-ins and stuff. Um, but I think the work Rose does, you're, you're a little bit right in that, in that sense that, um, that he does kind of scurry away like McLeish did and, and just cause a lot of problems and brings that, that means other people can come into the game like Hoskins and uh, Marshall on the other side. I thought Marshall was a little bit better last night as well. Um, and it just, uh, Watson as well can, can come into the game a little bit more as he was with Edmondson there that he was imposing himself a lot more yesterday Watson I think that's because of the work that Rose was doing yeah absolutely I mean the interesting thing that was said in the post-match interview by John Brady was it was almost a bit of a throwaway line and I know Tim Oglethorpe did press him on this um, but he said that Danny Rose hasn't had the best of lockdowns Hmm. and I think Actually, there's probably a lot of you listening right now that could say exactly the same thing. I know I can. I've not had the best of lockdowns at all. Um, we, we kind of forget that footballers are human at times and that they might have been affected by this just like we have been and therefore might not be on, our, on, on their A game. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's a vital part of it when you look at team lineups you, you say you know why has he been dropped oh, he, was play, he was playing well that kind of thing and, and it's it's just one of the things where lockdown is going to have a massive impact on people you know they're, they're human beings at the end of the day that they could have had a really bad week just like one of us could have um, it's and it, it's tricky when you're in the public domain and you're expected to go out and put in performances week in week out especially in a relegation battle um, so you know it's you can empathise with, with it a lot um, and I think come the summer or come whenever we're we're out of this kind of lockdown set season, we're going to hear a lot of stories like that from from players who who will probably talk of how tough it was this season because it's it's just relentless. The like you can't they can't socialise as much. They can't probably do as much as they used to in terms of team bonding and that kind of thing. And it's and it hits people harder than others. And it's natural. It's naturally going to happen. So you, you do have a lot of sympathy and empathy for for that. I think Danny Rose was also house sharing with Harry Smith, I think. Oh, was he? And obviously, Harry Smith won't be in that house at the moment. Yeah, seeing big as bit of a commute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bit. So if that is right, then then Danny Rose might actually be all on his own. And, you yeah. know, there will, I dare say, be other players who are in the same boat, not just at the Cobblers, but, but elsewhere. And, yeah... It, it, probably not surprising that they're finding it tough to, yeah. to go and perform yeah definitely but but I like even if you've got a family though as well and it? it's it's tough tell um, me about like, it if fed you, up with them <laughs> <laughs> but like it's not necessarily something that you have to be alone alone to feel lonely is it it's it's mm. just the whole the way the world is it you can feel lonely being in a in a house share with three or four people you or if, if you're on your own you can feel the same thing so it, it's it's been so tough you just want us to come out the other side um, said along, stay up and come out this lockdown. Hopefully, and hopefully, let's let's kick on and start League One season in in the in August. Whatever. Oh, it is. Wouldn't that be good? I still don't be. think though that it's going to happen, Danny. I'm sorry, <laughs> and and I know that I'm I you know because as much as I was very very pleased for the three points against Oxford, I still don't think that the performance was very good in terms of. I, I still don't think they they play football very well. As I say, they can't pass to each other a lot of the time and they can't, you know, far too many times the ball was ballooned over 
or you know the cross was a ended up being you know going as high as the sky uh, you know there's just so many bits and pieces and and while the, for me the best part of the team and the, the bit of the team that actually looks like it is good enough is probably our two center backs in Horsefall and Lloyd Jones and and who thought I'd be saying that <laughs> 6 months ago yeah i thought I, I did think we were a lot better last night i thought we were it weren't pass and move and all this kind of thing but it, in terms of the fight and the the will to make oh, yeah. runs for each other and mm. that having Rose up there certainly helped. I, th- I thought um, Morris actually had a really good game. I thought Bruno Morris, he looked a lot more mobile for some reason yesterday than I've seen in the last couple of weeks. Um, it seemed like he yeah. was getting forward a little bit more and linking the play a little bit more than he has been. So and I was actually noticing him as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I, you're right actually, because he is a player that does, you, you seem to forget he's on the pitch at times, but he was a lot more involved, wasn't he? And I think you are right. I don't want to, you know, I'm not being all doom and gloom over it. It was a much better performance than what we'd seen, you know, the weekend against Crew. It really was. It really was. However, I, I just think in terms of ability, you know, the, the, the team that we've got, the squad that we've got, it isn't good enough. And yes, okay, you could maybe say that, well, some of those things like finding the passes and stuff like that, that would come with confidence. And I'm sure it, I'm sure it will do on a bit. But we go back to your point, I think, on last week's pod or last week's preview show, Danny, where you were talking about how, you know, when we come up against teams such as Portsmouth and Oxford and, and you know, we've got Hull, um, those bastards from the other end of the Nen and, and Sunderland still to come, you know, they have to have a poor game at the same time that we really raise our game and up it. Yeah. And, you know, that's the that's the thing for me is I, I still look at it and I just go, in terms of ability-wise, it's not there. No, it's not, but I don't think it is for any of the other five teams down there either. <laughs> mm, so it's not like one, you know, one team's full of quality and they've just been unlucky. I don't think, I think it's across the 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 six teams that are in that relegation battle realistically that it's probably the same so, everyone's so inconsistent and that's why it's so tight down there and any kind of win just skips you right out of it and it's when we come up against each other like we do on Saturday that it becomes a crunch point because you know we can't both lose the game and it's going to be a it's just going to be a huge huge game on Saturday and probably season defining in a lot of ways well well I, w- I want you to stop right there and i think john brady does as well to be <laughs> honest with you because judging by what he said after the game it sounded to me like he was basically blaming you for calling these games six pointers <laughs> and putting too much pressure <laughs> on the lads to go out and, and perform um i did i laughed because it was it, you know Tim Oglethorpe put the question to him, what is it that makes us, you know, able to go out and beat the likes of Plymouth and Portsmouth and Oxford and yet struggle against, you know, the the other teams that are in and around us at the foot of the table? And when John Brady said, you know, maybe it's a mentality thing because, and he even said it, that they think it's a six-pointer. And I was like, it's Danny's fault. It's all Danny's fault. So, <laughs> but that, it technically is that it, it, it is the definition of a six pointer on Saturday, though. In terms of like they're three points behind us, and if we win, we go six clear of them. So that that's the actual definition of it. I think that's right. a fact. Come on, John. 
<laughs> and like, I yeah, think but- we have, we do have to st- we we have got to treat it like a big game. I don't think we can be passive again about it. It's 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 a huge game, and we've got yeah, to go I- into it with that mentality. I think not like oh, it's just another game. We've we've got to go and face it as if it's uh, the lives depended on it. I think it's more that the the point was that that nobody expects us, or I certainly didn't expect us to beat or get anything out of that game against Portsmouth, for example. So the pressure is off because the players are probably thinking, well, nobody expects us to get anything out of this. So if we don't, then, you know, we, we've not lost or gained anything. You know, we're, we're, we've just given everybody what they were expecting. But then they go out and play with a bit more freedom based on that, that there's no, you know, worry or scare, you know, Fear is the word I was looking for there. Don't know what happened then. Um, you know, there's there's no fear of well, what are people going to say if we lose this, or or what happens if we lose it? Even never mind what you know fans think and say. Whereas when you come to these games against the likes of Wimbledon and you know Swindon a few weeks ago, you know people are actually turning around and saying, well, these are the games we have to win. If we're going to stay up, these are the games we have to win. And so the players know that, you know, they're not thick. They, they they know that that is it, but therefore they can't play with the same freedom because they're scared of, well, what happens if we do lose? So I think John Brady made the point of where it looked at times like on Saturday that, that the players of the team were, were playing for the draw rather than going for the win. And his sort of, you know, the thing that he said was that that wasn't what he wanted the team to do and wasn't the way that he set them up to to play. But maybe the fear factor in the squads and in the mentality of the players is what caused and what led to that, you know, being seen by us on the pitch when we were watching the game. Yeah, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. I think it's trying to change the mentality from being scared to lose, but that, but changing it to see it as an opportunity to to put some distance between us and see it as an opportunity to take points off your rivals. See, this is Rather where I that, just think is... you turn around and say, boys, we're down. Just, just <laughs> you know, we're down. We're relegated. Pressure's <laughs> off now. It doesn't matter. And then we'll go out and win 5-0 every week. <laughs> Not sure that's how it works. But that if, was the last time you... we won 5-0 anyway. I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> it's one of those though, isn't it? You do find that traditionally... Um, and, and and to be fair, it's been a while since we were in a in a in a you know a relegation or in a season where um, we were coming up against teams that had loads to play for down at the bottom and that we weren't involved in either you know going for promotion or trying to stay in the league and avoid relegation. But you definitely do get it when as soon as teams are officially relegated, the pressure's off, and all of a sudden they they go and put out a performance and, and pull off a result that nobody in the country expects them to do. And it it's going to be down to the fact that suddenly there is no pressure and there is no fear. That, yeah. You know, the players are just like, well, it's confirmed now. It doesn't matter if we lose because, well, we can't stay up. We are down regardless. And then they go out and they 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 might put a performance together. So so that therefore, I just think that you go with them. In order to change the mentality, you tell all the players, that we're relegated. Let's just admit <laughs> it now. We've been relegated. We'll be playing League Two football next season. So therefore, it doesn't matter if we lose on Saturday. It doesn't matter. Then the boys will go out, play without fear, and we'll win. <laughs> Get Charles in. 
<laughs> pretty much team talks. It's done. I'm not sure how that would actually go down in a uh, dressing room. <laughs> Boys, you're relegated. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it probably won't work on the basis that there'll be people that have got either release, you know, clauses in their contract for relegation or maybe a pay cut clause for relegation. So, so some of them might not be uh, too happy with it, but you never know. It's worth a try. We've tried everything else and that's all fucking failed. <laughs> it's a six pointer, Charles. Come on. <laughs> Don't take it away from me. Oh dear. So, um, Wimbledon on Saturday. Uh, we, you, 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 you've probably noticed we don't have a, a Wimbledon fan uh, with us this week to help us preview the game. Uh, and unfortunately, we we did have somebody, but they were unable to make it uh, at the last minute, which is a shame. Um, but instead, Danny has gone and listened to a Wimbledon podcast to find out a little bit more about how they're feeling and and, and what's going on down in in that there London. So um, over to you, I suppose, Danny. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do my best. But um, yeah, they're basically they look like they're in quite a similar place to what we are. And they've appointed Mark Robinson in February, mid-February. Um, he's someone who's come through the club. He's been at the club since like 2004. So very similar vein to Brady in terms of probably just a lot more longevity about him. Um, he's been the, let's try and find that list, head of youth, centre of excellence manager, academy manager, lead professional phase coach and loan manager, first team coach and then interim manager and then obviously first team or head coach, I think they called it now. Um, mm. So he's basically done everything, probably cleaner, um, <laughs> football card presenter, um, <laughs> all that kind of thing at the club. So he knows the club inside out. Is he seems quite a likable guy from what I could tell. Um, someone who, again, just like Brady, who just wants the best, who's going to fight for every point and sort of you know that he cares about it at the end of the day. So very, very similar to, to how we we are at the minute. That is seems to have changed the system a little bit. They were playing a 3-5-2. Now they've gone to four at the back um, with a bit more of a high press about them. So... That concerns me a little bit. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> Sounds like any, us. Anyone, yeah, anyone that presses us, I feel like we panic a little bit. <laughs> like we don't when we don't like it, not having time mm. to think about our passes and stuff. Um, we don't like it up us. Do we? No, no, we uh, need a bit of time <laughs> to think about it. But but they've obviously like, they've gone and I think slowly got better since he's been appointed full time. Drew the last three games and got a pretty decent result on Saturday against Charlton. Could have won it in the end as well. Um, they've. If you look at their goals as well, their their first goal is a really really nice move from back to front. They've put, it's gone from basically the left back across the back four, and then forward from the right back and intricate passing to get it's about seven passes I think it took from from back to front. And then the second one shows off their high press because the Charlton defender makes a mistake and your man I think Longman I think nips in and and scores. So they can mix it up a little bit. So it's going to be I just feel like it's going to be a proper scrap on Saturday because it feels like we're both coming from very, very similar places and the way that they were talking about the team, they, it sounds as if they're right behind Robinson. Um, they want him to do well and and uh, they're starting to turn the corner a little bit. So they're not out of it by a long shot because they've got, I think, two games in hand on us, haven't they, as well? So mm. um, it's definitely so going to be a big a big scrap on Saturday. We'd definitely like to be six points ahead then, wouldn't we, in that case? Um, what was the What was the mood like? From the from the fans that were on the yeah the pretty good 
interestingly, they had two players on for the first half an hour. So they oh. had their goalkeeper on and then they had one of their defenders on, I think. Um, so that was quite interesting to see them talk to the actual players themselves. And they talk, they were talking through um, how the managers changed the mentality, um, how they set up a little bit differently and how they just completely trust him. Because there's, there's four or five of them that have come through the youth system mm. that just know him, like know him through all of that and know how he wants his players to perform and know how he works. So that probably helps them a little bit. Um, so they, they were talking quite highly of him. And then they went on to discuss um, the game against Charlton. Um, so it was, it was interesting to get that kind of dynamic about it and that they seem to have players on quite a lot. They had the manager on last week, I think, with them. So it's a really, really open club, I think, in terms of access for the podcast. So maybe we, you know, we speak to Kelvin, show him this and... Get Sammy Hoskins on next week, Joss. <laughs> I think, I think, the, I think um, we've we've got a pretty good relationship with the club to yeah, do that yeah, if we no, wanted we do, to do it. We do, yeah. Then then we could do that ourselves, Danny. Don't uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sure if uh, if I asked, then I'd I'd be able to get somebody. I just yeah. don't ask. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be to be fair, mate. After that, I think to myself, if if we, you know, it's nice that you've gone and listened to their their podcast and um then brought back a, a little report it, you know you're sort of saying oh they sound quite you know they're they're up in spirits their spirits are high and then maybe they're 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 looking forward to uh playing us and they're feeling quite confident potentially well I, you know i like to think that if anybody's listening to our podcast from like wimbledon they they just get more and more confident because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a right bony old man. Especially <laughs> if you listen to one from the weekend, they're like, what, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, Bert and Solano and everything. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I will just very quickly actually uh, mention, um, we, we had what I presume was a, um, uh, you know, a, a bit of a, you know, not a fan um, at P75Darb on Twitter. Um said huge win. This was after Tuesday night, obviously. Huge win. Everyone played their part. Hopefully, no more talk about chickens. Oh. I don't know what's oh, wrong. It's a bit rude. Yeah, don't know what's wrong. It's a rooster wrong. anyway that we're talking about. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> it. It's indeed a rooster. And, Maybe uh, he just wants to hear about the cock more than, than the actual chickens. Maybe that was his point. He don't want to hear about the chickens, but give him some rooster talk. Uh, I'm glad you changed it to rooster. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear brilliant um well I, I suppose we'll we'll go to some predictions shall we um and things it's just you and i um i think i'll start off if if you don't mind i'm i'm going to be pessimistic danny i'm sorry <laughs> I, I i look the thing is is that i can't bring myself to raise my hopes i i, I did it after the portsmouth game so after we'd won against Plymouth and Portsmouth, I actually thought I was I was like that. The tide has turned. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. And I know that we'll still lose a couple of games, but uh, that that defeat to Crewe and, and, you know, the not so much the draw against Doncaster because I know that, you know, playoff chasing team and on paper it was a really good result. But I can't help but see the, you know, basically the, the, the terrible football but is there? I, I don't mean. I don't mean the football's Keith Curl terrible. I just mean in terms of that they can't pass to each other and uh, these sort of bits and pieces that just upset me more than anything. So I just think that alongside the whole thing of you know that 
freedom that I was talking about that we seem to have against the bigger or the higher up the league teams this Saturday. I'm really worried. I, I just think that, you know, hopes have been raised again for a lot of supporters, a lot of people on the Facebook groups that I've noticed all, you know, do the usual thing. Where are all the Sam Hoskins haters now? Where are, you know, where are all the ones, I think I saw a post that said, so where are all the ones that saying that we were relegated on Saturday? Where are you now? And I was just like going, I'm still here. And I, I still think that, that that's probably going to be the way that it goes. One win doesn't make a season. Uh, I've said that at least four times this year. Um, so typically, I think the Cobblers will go away and lose this really, really important match. I think it'll be a really rubbish game. Neither, you know, neither side's going to enjoy it. Neither set of supporters are going to be going, oh, what a game in 20 years' time when they look back at, at great games of their club. That's not going to happen. And I think we're going to end up losing 1-0 and it'll be a late a late winner for the real Dons in around about the 86th minute or something. You know, that point where you're never going to come back from, it's too late. And probably because we've been that bad anyway, there was no chance of us getting a winner anyway. But um, yeah, I, I just... I, I, I'm at the I'm at the point, Danny, where I'm kind of at peace with the fact that we'll probably get relegated, and I'd rather look at it and and not. I'd rather be happy and pleasantly like, oh, Boyd by a win, <laughs> but not so letting the noise you made last up. night. <laughs> oh, Sam Sam scored, and I did go. Oh, <laughs> it was a very good goal, and it made me go. Oh, and then I went, yay. We've scored. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to go for a 1 0 defeat. Danny, cheer mm. us up. I don't think this is going to be a humdinger. I'm going to go. It's definitely not now. Yeah, now yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. Um, Jinx. <laughs> they, they, can, they seem to concede quite a lot. They seem to be quite happy to play on the front foot, which I think will let us in a little bit. But then I, th- I can see them scoring. So, I'm going to go for 3 3. Ooh. I'm going to go. I think Mark Marshall's going to score because they um, they've got a right back called Luke O'Neill. I think who gets forward quite a lot. So I feel like that's going to let Marshall in. That both Charlton goals came from that side of the pitch. So mm. I, I can see Marshall getting two, and oh. then uh, Danny Rose can get the other one. But uh, yeah, humdinger. There's definitely goals in it. But you don't think a win, so you're not going all that positive. No, then, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like. They won't know it, but I think in the back of their head, they'll think a point's enough to hang on to. And it won't be seen as that from the fan base, I don't think. But I feel like on the pitch, they'll think if we get a point, we'll keep them at bay a little bit. I know John Brady said he wants to go for a win, but I think we'll get to about like if we're 80 minutes and it's it's a draw, we might mentally switch off a little bit and, and try and defend and try and keep hold of it. I, mean, I, th- I think that will definitely happen. However, we can't afford to. If no. we are going to stay up, we have to win this game. Yeah. And, and well, I know that that's you, me you said don't put pressure, pressure on it. I know. <laughs> I know. Can't help myself. But, I mean, when you look at the other games that we've got to play, there, there, there's too many where you're, you're looking at it and on paper you're not going to get a result. So you've got to go and win this game. Yeah, it would help. Mm. <laughs> 
And on that note, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, look, why don't you come and join us in our Slack channel? It's exclusive to our Patreon supporters. All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. You can sign up for them as little as £2 a month. And what that will get you is access to the Slack channel community. And, and believe me, on a match day, it is really good in there, isn't it, Danny? It's loads of fun and, and everybody just well, enjoys talking to each other and watching the match together. It's lovely, isn't it? It's like um, therapy on a match day. <laughs> it really is. And look, if you want to uh, go a little bit further and support us a little bit more, you could go and pay £5 a month. And what that will get you is not only an invite to Danny's monthly quiz, which is brilliant uh next month's to be announced shortly uh but also next week you'll be able to hear my chat with ntfc women player uh abby bruin who is also the player that we sponsor thanks to our patreon supporters so if you'd like to be able to listen to that next week when it comes out then head over uh patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me thank you very much for listening danny thank you for joining me and thank you also for uh listening to that uh that wimbledon podcast just just out of interest out of five how many stars do you think they'll be listening uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, honestly, it was a decent four out of five. It was, it was good. I think it was the what's it called the nine year, uh, nine year plan or something. Nine years. Nine years. Well, nine, years, nine podcast. years podcast. Nine years on podcast. Twitter, yeah, is it? that one? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, yes, yeah, it's good. Do you have a listen. four. Yeah, four it was good. Five. I enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. Just out of address. What do you give cobblers to me? Oh, half. Oh, right, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're uh, so high in your ratings of uh, club podcast. <laughs> it's only because I'm on it. I know I've been the tender. <laughs> Is that where the half came from? Was yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> you. Brilliant. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday with It's All Cobblers to Me. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. I'm Tom Cliff, creator of the world-famous online stand-up bingo, which started out its life at Northampton Town Football Club. Join me every Saturday at 2.15pm on the Cafe Track Facebook page for your chance to be crowned Stand-Up Bingo Champion of the World. Every ticket purchased goes towards keeping Cafe Track and Track NN, a social enterprise dedicated to helping people to access work experience and hopefully employment. Buy your ticket now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cafe Track. Make sure you leave your chosen 15 numbers between 1 and 90 in the comment section and then play along live on the Saturday afternoons before the Cobblers game. So go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash cafe track now and get your ticket for the world famous stand up bingo. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin, and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. 
To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.